0: In the shade of the house, in the sunshine on the river bank by the boats, in the shade of the sallow wood and the fig tree, Siddhartha, the handsome Brahmin's son, grew up with his friend Govinda. The sun browned his slender shoulders on the river bank while bathing at the holy ablutions, at the holy sacrifices. Shadows passed across his eyes in the mango grove during play while his mother sang during his father's teachings, when with the learned men. Siddhartha had already long taken part in the learned men's conversations, had engaged in debate with Govinda, and had practiced the art of contemplation and meditation with him. Already he knew how to pronounce Om silently. This word of words, to say it inwardly with the intake of breath, when breathing out with all his soul his brow radiating the glow of pure spirit. Already he knew how to recognize Atman within the depth of his being, indestructible, at one with the universe. There was happiness in his father's heart because of his son who was intelligent and thirsty for knowledge. He saw him growing up to be a great learned man, a priest, a prince among Brahmins. There was pride in his mother's breast when she saw him walking, sitting down and rising. Siddhartha, strong, handsome, supple-limbed, greeting her with complete grace. Love stirred in the hearts of the young Brahmin's daughters when Siddhartha walked through the streets of the town with his lofty brow, his king-like eyes, and his slim figure. Govinda, his friend, the Brahmin's son, loved him more than anybody else. He loved Siddhartha's eyes and clear voice. He loved the way he walked, his complete grace of movement. He loved everything that Siddhartha did and said, and above all he loved his intellect, his fine ardent thoughts, his strong will, his high vocation. Govinda knew that he would not become an ordinary Brahmin, a lazy sacrificial official, an avaricious dealer in magic sayings, a conceited worthless orator. A wicked sly priest, or just a good stupid sheep amongst a large herd. No, and he, Govinda, did not want to become any of these, not a Brahmin like ten thousand others of their kind. He wanted to follow Siddhartha, the beloved, the magnificent. And if he ever became a god, if he ever entered the all radiant, then Govinda wanted to follow him as his friend, his companion his servant, his lance-bearer, his shadow. That was how everybody loved Siddhartha. He delighted and made everybody happy. But Siddhartha himself was not happy. Wandering along the rosy paths of the fig garden, sitting in contemplation in the bluish shade of the grove, washing his limbs in the daily bath of atonement, Offering sacrifices in the depths of the shady mango wood with complete grace of manner, beloved by all, a joy to all. There was yet no joy in his own heart. Dreams and restless thoughts came flowing to him from the river, from the twinkling stars at night, from the sun's melting rays. Dreams and a restlessness of the soul came to him, arising from the smoke of the sacrifices emanating from the verses of the Rig Veda, trickling through from the teachings of the old Brahmins. Siddhartha had begun to feel the seeds of discontent within him. He had begun to feel that the love of his father and mother, and also the love of his friend Govinda, would not always make him happy, give him peace, satisfy and suffice him. He had begun to suspect that his worthy father and his other teachers, the wise Brahmins, had already passed on to him the bulk and best of their wisdom, that they had already poured the sum total of their knowledge into his waiting vessel, and the vessel was not full. His intellect was not satisfied. His soul was not at peace. His heart was not still.